No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. like to share the show out, you can go ahead and do that. If not, I understand. understand. Got lots to get through tonight, so thank you for being with us. Um, There's not much to report on the ground of late, but except for, and you're going to really love this, I've got good news. Not even just, not even just everyday kind of Skipping to work, good news. I'm talking life-changing news here, ladies and gentlemen. Life-changing news that will change your life. You'll never be the same again. So we've got that to look forward to. Uh, Plus, I do want to check in with our good friends, the Real News Network, CNN, because I came across a little something, and I'd like to share that little something with you because I think you might appreciate it. So thank you for joining us. Like I said, so much to get through, so little time. Let's start here, shall we? How would you like to meet Australia's new vaccine ambassador? Ladies and gentlemen. Not in any official capacity. He's the Daily Boogie podcast um, vaccine ambassador, I think. But we don't actually know. We don't want to associate with him. Maybe that's not. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Uh, Tell you what. Let's say he's a very important guy who also happens to be very pro-vaccine. As you'll see from this clip. How you going, you dogs? Mate, make sure you get the vaccine. I'm telling you, I'm having the vaccine now. It's got to be very fucking long neck, you fucking dog cunts. I mean, it's powerful. It's a powerful message. Delivered with confidence. Um, you'll note that he is holding a bottle of VB, which many people think means Victoria Bitter. But in actuality, it means, well, now we're redubbing it. We're, we're changing the name. Now VB stands for Vaccine Bro. <laughs> okay. So there's your Vaccine Bro. Right there. <laughs> You know, I like to finish every day with a with a strong a long neck is the the big bottle. That's what we call them. So I like to finish the day with a you know a nice cold long neck of VB vaccine, bro. Get it into you, get it into you, you fucking dog cunt. <laughs> Watch the vaccination rates go through the fucking ceiling. Watch them. It'll take off. They'll be scratching their heads. How the hell did this work? Trust me, I know this stuff. Vaccine brow. <laughs> no, you scare PC in the chat. Yes, that's the Oktoberfest version that we like to wheel out. Vaccine broth. Yeah, das ist gut, yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, you go on your dogs. Make, make sure you get the vaccine. I'm telling you, so I'm having the vaccine now. It's got to be really fucking long there, you fucking dog cunts. vaccine spokesman in some kind of capacity. I mean, he did speak about you know how good it was to get the vaccine. Vaccine bro. A nice refreshing glass of vaccine bro. Fucking get it into you dog cunt. Alright. I thought, you know, because the Olympics are happening and everyone's kind of paying attention to sto- uh, sport right now and I, I, I am trying to, you know, find other things to talk about except for COVID. But you got to understand here, it's like that's all there is. <laughs> so it's like the, the the days are getting darker. It's harder to see through the like the covering of news that COVID has. It's just fucking everything all the time. Even other topics are all about COVID, right? So whereas before you would have had a sports segment, it's now a sports segment about COVID. Whereas before you would have had a, a segment about fucking. The, the price of milk at the supermarket. It's now the price of milk due to COVID, right? It's it's everything. You can't watch a fucking thing anymore. Like, even if you watch some live event or something, it's in front of like a half full stadium or or the, the, the conversation is just dominated by COVID, right? So I thought, well, everybody's talking about sport. The Olympics are on. I went and found you a sports story. You're going to appreciate this. Just to break the mood, like just to break the trend that we've all been seeing. No jab, no entry. Sydney fans will need vaccine passports to watch live sport in 2022. (laughs) That's reassuring. I mean, I want to be kept safe, you know. Australians will be declined entry from major sporting events in Sydney if they don't have the COVID-19 jab by next year, so five months. Uh, At the moment, I think, I don't know, 30%-ish of the population is vaccinated at this point. (laughs) So it's only 30% and they're already talking about, well, the rest of you, sorry. (laughs) Hey, I guess you'll have, I guess you'll be able to put your feet up. There'll be plenty of room at the stadium for you, so you enjoy that. Australians will be declined entry from major sporting events in Sydney if they don't have the COVID-19 jab by next year. Vaccination passports will be a requirement for rugby league, AFL, cricket matches and any big events at major stadiums in 2022. Quote, however, it's then a case of if you can't be vaccinated, you can't come. If you choose not to have the jab, that is your civil right in a free country. But the Delta strain is extremely transmissible and we need to do something to reopen our stadiums. I mean, it's like we're watching the world. It's like reading a book backwards. You know what I mean? That feeling. I mean, we've we've literally spoken about you. Watch here it comes. the 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 angle is going to be, hey, remember, because they don't have to force you to take it. We spoke about it just last week. They don't have to force you to take it, but they'll just say, look, we're not forcing you. But I'm afraid if you want to go to sporting events or go to restaurants or you know, even maybe in extreme circumstances, keep your job and all of those kinds of things. And I'm afraid you're going to have to take it, but we're not forcing you. We would never force you to take it. Again, that quote again, if you choose not to have the jab, that is your civil right in a free country. Isn't that reassuring? (laughs) But, But the Delta, I'm glad that they paid a little homage 
to civil rights in a free country. But the Delta strain is extremely transmissible and we need to do something to reopen our stadiums. So, okay, so ban everybody who hasn't been vaccinated. That's that's the, that's the something. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a hell of a something, isn't it? I think it's maybe one, at least one click above something. I think it's, I think it's more than a something. <laughs> Whatever that category is, I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't think of one. Whatever, it's more than a something, but it's not like a whoa. <laughs> Somewhere in between something and whoa. So you figure it out. No jab, no game. Fans could be locked out of sporting events if they refuse to get the vaccine. I mean, we're getting safer by the day here. Major sporting events are being used to tempt more people into getting vaccinated. That's a quote. Tempting you. <laughs> I mean, the temptation. <laughs> the temptation is real. Do you think I could get uh, a free donut with this? Yes. Yes. Yes, my chat. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, howdy. I know, man. This guy offered me NASCAR tickets. It's like, it's like they know exactly what I want. And it's, th they're just giving it to me. I mean, it's, everybody wins, right? <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? Australia could be one step closer to implementing the use of vaccine. Could be, could be, <laughs> could be. I mean, it's still up in the air. Right. We don't want to come out and make any hard statements until we really have to. <laughs> Which will be a little bit later on. But right now, we want you to think that there's still a debate happening and a discussion happening. But, you know... <laughs> I mean, we haven't been studying this shit for 20 years just to not use it. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm afraid it's about... I mean, it's about protecting people, keeping them safe. So you couldn't have a problem with it even if you wanted to. Australia could be one step closer to implementing the use of vaccine passports at major sporting events and concerts. An increasing number of countries are shifting towards allowing only vaccinated people to attend events such as concerts and sporting matches and travel overseas. This is another one. This is another one that goes into that column of when you were having these conversations with people months ago and you would say, look, they're going to start banning people who don't get the vaccine from going to sporting events or, you know, uh, concerts or theatres or restaurants and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the person you you were talking to would often be like, that's ridiculous, uh, that's never going to happen, you know, <laughs> these kinds of statements. So just file this in the same cabinet as that because it's a whole fucking cabinet now. Just, an, just the latest one that gets dismissed when you bring it up and then when it happens they act like they've thought it was a great idea all along. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, of course we have to do this. I mean... Hang on, three months ago you said it was a conspiracy theory. Yes, but, you know, it was a conspiracy theory then because you didn't know that's what we wanted to do. So now that we've told you that's what we wanted to do, it can't be a conspiracy because it's really happening and it's a good idea. Well, that wasn't hard to follow. Thank you for keeping me safe. Speaking to the Today Show, the two faces of Australia's vaccine rollout Former Deputy Chief Medical Officer Nick Coatesworth and Vaccine Task Force Commander, the the task, the Vaccine Task Force Commander, <laughs> Lieutenant General John Fruin, indicated Australia could be headed down the same path. Could be, could be. We don't know. 
kind of up in the air. It's a big debate. We don't want to exclude non-vaccinated people from everything that they need to do in society. <laughs> that's a quote. That's that's the opening sentence. Right. The opening sentence of that paragraph. <laughs> I mean, when you hear this, don't you? Doesn't it fill you with a sense of self-assuredness? You know, hey, everything's gonna be okay. So, the, again, this is how the paragraph opens. Listen. We don't want to exclude non-vaccinated people from everything that they need to do in society. <laughs> I mean, what comes next must certainly be great <laughs> after that. Certainly at sporting events. I 100% agree that vaccinated people should be allowed into the crowds. Oh, but hang on a minute. But general and stressed, while no decisions have been made yet, people should use it as a motivator to get vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. A motivator. Because, hey, if the donuts didn't turn you on, if the free beer and, you know, the fucking, the, the tickets or whatever you were getting before, if that didn't get you moving, if that didn't tickle your pickle, then now, again, like we've spoken about, now comes the stick. Out it comes. Out it comes of its sheath. And we're just at the point now where the arm is kind of just being cocked back behind the shoulder a little bit like in the early stages of a, a pitcher throwing a fastball, you know what I mean? Just in that first motion as they rock back. It's just where we're at now <laughs> with the stick in the hand. I mean, it's starting to get serious. Incidentally, this was very convenient. Uh, a little interview clip here with the guy... Uh, a CEO, he runs a company which apparently is developing the technology to use, you know, to utilize vaccine passports, ladies and gentlemen. You know? So I thought, oh, that might be interesting to have a look. Discussion so lately uh, about this proposal for a vaccine passport. It's something the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, had been expected to discuss yep. at next week's National Cabinet meeting. For more on this, joining us is Michael Ma. He's the CEO of One Passport, which is an electronic <laughs> immunisation register that's able to... <laughs> I mean, look, look at look at him here. <laughs> Hang on, why is I don't want that Record block on my... various vaccine and virus test results. Now, why is that so small? Uh, Michael, a lot of people will be wanting to... God, why do you make it so difficult? Just put it where to it's supposed where to go. know considering the situation in Victoria. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Ah, let me refresh it. <laughs> So, I mean, it's a good interview guest, right? You know, there's a lot of controversy swirling around regarding this vaccine passport situation. So to put everybody's minds at ease and debunk a few conspiracy theories, here's the CEO of the company that is developing the vaccine passport technology. I mean, it's just... Oh, man, what a perfect... How did you manage to get him? How could it work out so well? So what, we don't have sound now? Is that the... Okay. ...to discuss at next week's National Cabinet meeting. Right. For more on this, joining us is Michael Ma. He's the CEO of One okay. Passport, which is... Now, now, it's blocked out by the videos, but you can see he's got, like, the brand... You know, he's got the company branding behind him. It's like when a football coach after a game, you know how they bring in the, the sheets and they sit them behind the coach? So... When he's on TV, the manager, you can see the team sponsors behind them. And then he, when he finishes up, the next coach comes in and they bring in their own little fucking, like a little office divider situation and they sit it behind them. 
and it's got all their shit on it. So he's on the news to discuss because, hey, there's this controversy going on with this, you know, this vaccine passport idea. So let's bring on the guy who's running the company that's that's doing the vaccine passport. And it's like a, he's like a fucking manager after a basketball game. It's like all the branding's just there behind him. It's, it's pretty full on. I mean, very impartial. An electronic immunisation register that's able to Sounds record great. various vaccine and virus test results. Michael, a lot of people will be wanting to know where this is at, considering the situation in Victoria. Where is it at? I understand tell you're currently where, in discussion. Tell us where it's at, Bob. Governments <laughs> about using this app for vaccine passports. Just tell us how it would work, and in particular in this sort of situation where one state might be in lockdown. How would it work? How does it work? The aim is that everyone can carry all their information uh, on their phone. Oh, that's a great, great, wonderful. Oh, what a wonderful idea. I mean, it's so fucking great. We don't even need to have a discussion about how great it is. Like, everybody just accepts it's the greatest fucking thing that everybody wants. Hey, look at you. Look at you. Lucky you. You get to have all of your most personal information right there on your phone. How how awesome is that? <laughs> hey? <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah. We're going to upload everything. It's going to be amazing. Though. But I don't even want a smartphone. <laughs> well, I'm afraid we're not going to we're not going to ban you from not having a smartphone. However, <laughs> if you want to go to the football, if you want to catch a bus, if you want to go to a restaurant, then I'm afraid you're going to have to have a smartphone. Because how else are we going to be able to prove to the maitre d that you've been vaccinated? <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. How, how are we gonna how are we gonna prove to the barista that you've gone to the doctor and received a jab? How are we gonna do that unless you carry all of your most personal information right there on your phone for us to access at any time? That's I mean, and those are his words, not mine. Like he said, "Look, no, it's great. You can just have all of your vital info right there. I mean, it's awesome." <laughs> Yeah. My, he's the CEO of One Passport, which is an electronic immunisation register that's able to record. I mean, it sounds so inviting, doesn't it? The electronic immunisation register. <laughs> various vaccine and virus test results. Uh, Michael, a lot of people will be wanting to know where this is at, considering is the situation at? in. I got two turntables and a microphone. Where it's at? Victoria, I understand you're currently in discussions with federal and state governments about using this app for vaccine passports. Just tell us how it would work. How awesome is it? Tell us how awesome it is. One state might be in lockdown. How would it work? The aim is that everyone can carry all their information uh, on their phone. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds good. I mean, who doesn't sit there thinking, I'll have me a piece of that? Thank you very much. I love technology. I mean, it sounds so convenient, doesn't it? So convenient and easy. Who could not be in favour of this? The, uh, a real travel passport, a vaccination passport. Yeah, The aim nice. is that they can have the power of digital. Power of the, pa the of power of digital. <laughs> sounds like he's selling a, a fucking old, you know, colour TV. <laughs> At a garage site. I mean, check it out, mate. The TV's awesome. It's got the power of digital. Really? Fuck yeah. I'm a man. I like powerful things. 
And digital, I mean fucking technology, bro. And am I right? Yeah. Technology, I mean, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's got the power of digital. <laughs> That's, I mean, having all of your info there in the digital world just sounds so fucking reassuring. End-to-end <laughs> end chain of carry all of their information uh, on their phone. Yep. The, uh, a real travel passport, a vaccination passport. Uh-huh. The aim is that they can have the power of digital. Power so of digital. Receive a chain of end-to-end chain of custody verified version of their vaccination or their test result. I mean, big words. Big words are sellers. Verified chain of custody. Wow, that sounds really secure. But it's also they own it. It's, so it's got the I privacy. Mean, see, that- see, you own your data. That's That's good. It's your info. You own it. Oh, but thank God for that. Because for a second here, I thought like I was uploading my information on your product onto a another device, which is somebody else's product. Like, I mean, I couldn't just go out and make one of these products because I'd be legally in trouble for copying your thing, you know. But it's reassuring to know that using your product on somebody else's device, that uh, the info is still mine. <laughs> That's great. I mean, how could we go wrong here? <laughs> if it was on a piece of paper. The aim is I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I remember a fucking scandal in this country. Maybe it was like 10-ish years ago, something like that. whole bunch of phone records got out because the phone company started moving a lot of their, you know, kind of day-to-day shit, background stuff. They started moving it offshore, of course, which is the, it's the hip thing to do these days. And of course, you know, such a, they're hip companies, the phone companies. Have you seen their commercials? They're fucking skydiving and shit. Like, <laughs> got hot cars. So, you know, uh, obviously. So, you know, this information got out and it was like, I don't know, a couple of million people and stuff. And they're, on smaller scales, those kinds of stories are semi-regular if you're looking for them. In that, If you read like the tech pages of... The Post or something, or the or the Times, you know, you'll you'll pick up these little stories. They're in there, they're floating around. Oh, you know, security was compromised, yada yada yada. So, and the other thing to consider here too is, we apparently live in a time when, um, you know, the online world is so disputed and so filled with this kind of back-channeling, hidden war stuff that the Russians can win the United States presidential election. Um, but now is the exact time that we think it's right for you to upload all of your personal information onto the internet because clearly it's safe now, <laughs> you know? Like the same people who have been telling you for the last five years that the internet is deadly, we need to regulate that. We need to regulate it until it's no longer a thing anymore. More harsh terms of service, you know, start clamping down on things, clamping down on particular speakers and... Yes, indeed. Hateful people, ladies and gentlemen. Got to clamp down on them. Can't have that kind of shit floating around here at Team YouTube. So there's all of this is going on. And, and that, you know, coming up after the break, after all of these stories, coming up after the break, why you should absolutely hand over all of your data to, uh, you know, a tech company. It's going to be a good idea. <laughs> because it, why? Because it's keeping everybody safe. That's why. And that's always why. Because they'll they'll always be somebody else to protect. There'll always be another way that you could be put at risk. You know, there'll always be another situation in the future, another scenario where uh oh, you know, this is going to put people in danger. There's always going to be another one. So don't worry, we'll always find solutions. 
like, for example, uh, these little digital, <laughs> these digital may I see your papers. That they can have the power of digital. So they the can power of digital. Of, I love the power of digital. End-to-end chain of custody verified version of their vaccination or their test result. But it's also they own it. They it's own it's it. got the privacy as if it was on a piece of paper. And right. allows them to be able to share it when they need it. <laughs> <laughs> they own it. I mean, it's he's, he literally said it's got the privacy like it was on a piece of paper, <laughs> but it but it's not on a piece of paper, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if it has the privacy of a piece of paper, uh, my next question, sir, why don't I just get a piece of paper? <laughs> I mean, and then then I don't have to upload shit, right? I've just got a piece of paper. What's wrong with the paper, mate? Because you know the next talking point, don't you? You know the next one that's going to emerge. And when it does, remember this time. Remember this day when you were listening to this fucking show. Remember this, okay? And I want you to look like away to the distance, not focusing on anything at all. And then I'll appear in front of you in a kind of ghostly form and I'll tip my hat and wink at you. That's the experience we're going to have. If you follow my very strict instructions. (laughs) So... When this next talking point arrives, I want you to remember this moment because they're going to say, see, look, now that we're here at this point, it's got the privacy as if it was on a piece of paper. As if it was on a piece of paper. It allows them to be able to share it when they need it. I mean, it's just like a piece of paper, except it's not on a piece of paper because paper, hey, paper can be fucking hacked too, mate, right? I mean, in these difficult times when they, when they, we have so many science deniers out there, ladies and gentlemen, so many conspiracy theorists, I mean, you know, they live in an alternate reality. We know these things, the anti-vaxxers. They're terrible people. Putting everybody at risk and whatnot. So in these dangerous times, I mean, we need to guard against forgeries, don't we? Yes, fake documents. There's already stories. Hey, fake documents are out there. Don't worry. I've got the thing, right? I've got the thing for that. I've got the exact thing that we need to get around this forging of documents situation. I'll tell you what it is. It's an app. Here it is. I made this. I mean, it's just as good as a piece of paper. It's not a piece of paper, but it's just as good. In fact, it's better. Because a piece of paper, somebody can just, I mean, somebody can literally just make copies of it. And then we have all of these fake ones out there. We can't have that. So I'm afraid the smartphone, it's the only way to go. All right. I'm going to take a quick couple of minute break. Stick around because I've got one more thing I want to show you right after this. I've been doing some looking into Boogie Bumper and his fancy voice there. Fancy Australian voice. Turns out after a little bit of uh, scrutinizing in my uh, studio here, his voice is not natural. He uses uh, digital uh, tricks, studio magic to make his voice sound deep uh, and low and nice. It's, it's actually not. It sounds like a high-pitched kind of uh, weaselly voice. And also the accent, fake. Uh, another digital trick, studio magic. So sorry, Boogie, had to expose you. But it's, uh, you know, you've been riding too high for too long, sir. It's pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> go with we go with Ian Michael, Glass Art, head of the British Garage Door Repairers and Glassmakers Association, Lord Clarence Cobblepot. Well, I, I truly have uh, no uh, hesitations. It's just uh, Ian Michael is a visionary. 
possibly the most uh, wonderful, talented glass maker we've ever seen you know, of this generation. Uh, I recommend him to all of our, our, our service members and all of our, our union members who require only the best in quality. Ian Michael Glass Art. Not just dildos and butt plugs. Do you suffer from mass hysteria? Not knowing whether to wear a mask or not. Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? Do you suffer from anti-laughism, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... It's Charworthing to hear with Char Money Live, where you can have a chahoo-chenanny of a good time. We have everything from current events to a chasource in McCarran, where these chicans just be going chug crazy It's off the hinge. We got Karens jumping off the trailers! We got Karens going crazy over french fries! We even have Karens that think they have the force! It's insane over here at Chamele Live! So I appreciate you! Come on down! We got the phone lines, they're always open! We'd love to have you! Side effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen, due to hysterical laughing, and inability to shield off cameras to come within six feet of your vicinity. Expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence, and lack of bullshit in your life, and the inability to become based. For instance, help with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma and outline immediately or seek your closest woke friend who may be able to calm you during your time of transition from sleep to awake. The best way to describe Boogie Bumper is that he is a left wing socialist criminal who should not be allowed to have any influence over anybody. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. All right, all right. This world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us on Tuesday night edition of the Boogie Podcast. Before the break, we were talking about sports because it's a very positive sports show. And if you're testing positive, you won't be going to the sports. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm here all week. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so if you're testing positive, you won't be going to the sports. So it's a good sports segment because I mean, it's just so good finally to get off COVID, don't you think? Now, this is a very, this is a fun little clip here. Because like I said in the last hour, last hour, last half hour, um, a few months ago, this was conspiracy theory, right? Ah, oh, look, there's these conspiracy theorists out there and you need to kind of guard yourself against these kinds of people, okay? This is your friendly boogie, friendly Mr. Bumper reaching out to, you know, throw a, throw a sheet of protection over you, cover you in prayer and give you the best, you know, arm you as best you possibly can. Because... A few months ago, this was all conspiracy, and there are very dangerous people out there who like to spread conspiracies, ladies and gentlemen. Got to avoid them. Like a 
So what was once conspiracy theory is now just seems to be uh, real news, I guess. Vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. Uh, winning TV with the diamond and Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond at the same time there is Phil Sandra. Did you accidentally um, donate a diamond on your two accounts at the same time? Fucking knew there was something wrong with both of you. Now I know why. Because you are the other. Thank you for joining us, you single person. Uh... Winning TV with a diamond. Dem women, dem women lied that rattled me out. I won't leave. Ah, oh, Cuomo. I'm not even, can't even start on him tonight. Got no room for that. And Coffee Talk with Sandra with the smiley face. Thank you for joining us. So, I mean, there you have it. What was conspiracy theory months ago that you may or may not have heard ad nauseum on this very program <laughs> over and over and over and over again? Till we went blue in the face. Coffee talker Sandra with the diamond. Love heart emoji. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Till we went blue in the face is now just like, oh, yeah, no, that's a great idea. <laughs> Following the exact same pattern that always happens. When you first bring it up, it's a conspiracy theory. Hey, I think they're going to move in this direction. Pfft, don't be ridiculous, bro. That's a conspiracy theory. That'll never happen. Then fast forward to when it happens, and then you say, see that thing that I was talking about, it's happening now, and they'll say, yeah, no, 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 it's a great idea. I think we need to move forward on this, and I'll just, then the goalposts have moved, the ball is further up the field, and you're on to the next play. We're just creating the new platform from which we launch our next offensive, And, and progress never stops. There is no end to progress, right? Because if progress stops at that, at that moment, wherever you are in the time loop, at that moment, you become a conservative. Because if politically you get to a place and you go, you know what? This is everything I ever wanted. We've got it. We've solved it. This is the society that we were pushing for, all the equality and the love and the harmony, I mean, it's all there. It's all right there. Now what do we do? Oh, we've got to stop, we've got to stop people from changing it. <laughs> and then the people who want to change it will start saying, hey, don't be afraid of change. What are you, some kind of dinosaur? I guess you're just a backwards thinker, right? And then you'll become the conservatives. So, I mean, get used to the idea now because eventually... Uh, the alternative is you you just on this endless trail of infinite progress that never ends. You're never satisfied. You're never happy. And you never get to, um, you know, enjoy any victories. <laughs> so if, if that's what you want, then by all means, go for it. But that's going to be, you know, more soul crushing for you, I think, in the long run than perhaps otherwise. So yeah, now we're just now we're just openly talking about it. Hey, it's a great idea. Don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine, can't come here. No shirt, no shoes, 
No service. <laughs> it's just like that. Hey, I'm sorry. Aren't, dre- aren't dress codes racist, though? How many times have you heard that over the last couple of years? Hey, look, you can't walk in here wearing those long shorts and basketball shirts, boys, lads, right? Sorry, lads, there's a dress code. Hey, that's racist, motherfucker. That's fucking racist, y'all. You know? So, (laughs) fuck fuck that, though. We don't have a problem with that. How about this? Ban everybody who hasn't been vaccinated from everything. From everything. And like I said, you know... What was once a conspiracy theory, you know, three months ago, where, you know, if you brought this up, you'd kind of be snickered at. (laughs) There he goes again. Yeah, sure. Sure thing, mate. Yeah, they're going to start banning people from going to sporting events and supermarkets and stuff. Where that was once the conversation, now, if you bring it up, they'll say, yeah, it's a great idea, isn't it? And just move on. Like it never happened. See, I think that's I think that's the way this game works is they just don't give you any credit or credibility ever ever. They 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 never you know because you might be somebody who sits there and says, "Oh, you know what? You know, you might be like a conservative guy or whatever. And if, you know, a lefty politician does something that you like or, you know, some good idea happens, you'll go, "You know what? That's a good idea. I agree with that." But conversely, you're ne- if you're on the other side, you're never afforded that because that's part of the system here. That's part of how we, this is. That's part of how we grind this out. That's how you play the long game. Never acknowledge any of your opponent's victories ever, ever. Never give them any credibility or any credit ever. So even if they were telling you six months ago that there was going to be a particular policy, when they tell you that, tell them that they're crazy and fucking stupid and a science denier, and they need to shut up because they don't know what they're talking about. It's a conspiracy theory. And then when we actually do it six months later, tell them that they're stupid for not agreeing with you that it's a good idea because they're a science denier and a conspiracy theorist. And that's how it rolls. From one talking point to the next, that's the program. That's the system. And that's what, you know, kind of brings people to heal. Because after... After long enough, they just kind of wear you out. And now now we're all popping clown pills and, you know. <laughs> now we're just... Now we see a guy literally dressed in some kind of, you know, rainbow monkey outfit with a dildo strapped between his legs off to the library to read to the children. Nobody even really gets upset anymore. We just go, yeah, that'd be right. <laughs> you know? Because everybody's been broken now. And like I said, if you find yourself one of these people who, you know, thinks to yourself, well, I'm pretty happy with the way things are now, so I think we've had enough progress. I think we've progressed about as far as we need to progress. Congratulations, you just became a conservative. Which means the next time a man dressed in a rainbow monkey suit with a dildo strapped between his legs wants to go to the library and read to the children, you're going to be one of the people that says, hey, that's not, I don't, that's not cool. I don't think we should be doing that. And your former comrades will spit in your face and tell you what a fucking bigot you are. Like that. Like that. So welcome aboard. Enjoy the ride. Some of us have been on this ride for a very long time. (laughs) 
Don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Yay. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Mm-hmm. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. Nope. You don't have the vaccine, can't come here. No shirt, no shoes. Same thing. No right. service. That's yep. why I think we should be right now. Yeah. Because we continue to waste our good, breath. Good thinking, Don. <laughs> from people who are just not going to change. Yeah, I mean... Let's just casually propose creating a, you know, a two-tiered society. <laughs> let's just let's just casually throw it out there. You know why? Because I think it's a good idea and it's like no shirt, no shoes. Great. So let's let's create an artificial caste system where certain people are granted freedoms that other people are not and let's just throw that into the fuck let's throw that into the cauldron of what everything all the ingredients that make up a semi-functioning modern Western democracy, right? Let's just create a two-tiered fucking system where this group over here have certain rights and certain privileges, and they can they can literally walk past your house whistling, no masking, right? I'm off to the football today. Oh, it's going to be wonderful, and then we'll go to the restaurant. And you're sitting inside your house just looking through the window as they pass. And as they pass your house, hopefully by then you'll have to put some kind of identification on the front of the house to, to let everybody in your area know that you're not vaccinated. Maybe like a big red cross or something on the door might be appropriate. Might be. I mean, I'm just thinking about keeping people safe here. So a nice big red cross on the door. So that way when the vaccinated walk past your home as an unvaccinated, because these are the two groups now in the future world, <laughs> the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, when the vaccinated walk past your house, they'll be able to kind of sneer at you and, and you know, you kind of laugh in your direction that they have freedom that you don't because you're a filthy, filthy, unvaccinated person. Yes. Kimmy Y censored tipped $5. I have nothing of value to say, but put oh. this fiver toward your next date with Suze. Oh, thank you very much. Well, the good news, the good news about Suze is, the good news about Suze, uh, she always pays, so. She always pays. Of course, I'm only allowed to order a salad. Fortunately. She eats a whole T-bone right in front of me, but I'm only allowed to have a garden salad and a glass of water. Should see her, man. She picks up that T-bone when she's finished and just fucking snaps it in half with her hands. Sucks the marrow out. It's quite the, it's quite the performance. <laughs> Thank you very much for the tip. Come here. Uh, New York City. New York City will require vaccines for entry to restaurants and gyms. Now I'm just trying to figure out who's taking orders from who here, <laughs> right? Is CNN taking orders from the DNC? Or is the DNC taking orders from CNN? Because one of you fuckers needs to be running this show here. <laughs> Again, here's, here's Don Lemon. Don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, Okay. can't go to work. Can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine. No shirt, no shoes. Uh, and then CNN Business, New York City will require vaccines for entry to restaurants and gyms, ladies and gentlemen. Who's in charge here? <laughs> Who's running this fucking shit show? Who's calling the shots? Is it CNN or is it the New York government? <laughs> Somebody's running the show. I just can't figure out who. 
New York City will require proof of vaccination to enter all restaurants, fitness centres and indoor entertainment venues. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Tuesday. Don't worry, guys. It's only the restaurants, the fitness centres and the indoor entertainment venues. That's all it is in New York. Fucking New York. Well, that's that's got to be like 70% of the fucking shops, isn't it? <laughs> entertainment venues? So don't worry, guys. It's only those three kinds of stores. Hey, and it's only two more weeks. It's only one more booster shot. It's only one more lockdown. It's just two more weeks. It's just three more businesses. That's all it is. Quote, listen to this. Quote, if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're, they are literally doing it. They are creating a two-tiered situation where one group of people have access to more freedoms. You you have more rights and more freedoms if you're in this group over here than in that group over there. In the very like this is what they're doing in the very country that is supposed to be literally like you know like this is the great leveler here, right? No, 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 no. Everybody. That's just all thrown away now. Ironically, by the same people who say to themselves that they're protecting democracy. Hey, here's a, here's a thought bubble for you. And don't say it won't happen. What if they... Um, hands up if you think it's a possibility that they'll ban unvaccinated people from going to polling booths when the election comes around. Have you thought of that one yet? Minister of Fun, give me the diamond. Frank Sinatra would never sing a song about this New York. Well, he might have been forced to. <laughs> Frank, if you don't sing a pro-vaccine song, then I'm afraid we're going to let the mafia finally get their money back. Oh, fine. It's up to you, vaccine, vaccine. I just wonder if that's around the corner. Hey, look, we're not forcing you to get vaccinated, but I'm afraid if you want to vote, <laughs> if you want to go to the polls on voting day, on election day, then I'm afraid you're going to have to prove you're vaccinated. Let's hear from the man himself. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio announcing new restrictions for New York in response to COVID. Let's have a listen. Let's have a listen, please. Requiring that they get tested or vaccinated. Uh Obviously, with a strong, strong preference for vaccination. Then we said new employees will be required to get vaccinated before they can start work for the city of New York. These kind of actions are making an impact far beyond the boundaries of New York City. Yes, from what I've read, about 30% of the workforce is quitting. About 30% of them or thereabouts is what I've read. About 30% of them are saying, go stick it in your ass, and they're walking out. <laughs> oh, I bet you didn't see that coming. I wonder if they'll be able to blame the future fucking shortage of city workers. Here's, I'll give you two scenarios. One, the, the system starts to fall apart and services aren't being you know met and they find a way to blame Trump for it. (laughs) That's scenario number one. 
Scenario number two is things work way more efficiently because there's less people working at these places. <laughs> so you sat, you get rid of like 30% of the workforce and then all of a sudden the rest of them are like, fuck, we better ship up. Did you see that? They just got rid of all of them. They just fired them all. All right. Next thing you know, the trains are running on time. <laughs> Which unfortunately you know, will create um, opportunities for comic book style maniacs who, you know, want to reduce populations and stuff. The the characters in those comic books are often like, you know, uh, twisted billionaire types. It's like a twisted billionaire living sheltered from the world, withdrawn. Maybe, you know, he's got his own island and a bunker on it or something and just gets progressively more crazy, you know. They talk about things like, you know, blocking out the sun and shit like that. So that would be a very comic book villain opening there if we were to go down that path. So We're seeing our state and other states like California following yep. suit. We're seeing hey. the federal... New York and California, best bros. BFs. <laughs> BFs. <laughs> hey, California is our special friend on this journey. I mean, we keep talking about New York and California, right? <laughs> hey, what's up, California? What's up, New York? We love you. Love you too, bro. Want to have gay sex now? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then we'll complain about our employees ordering more than a salad. Federal government policy. New York City's starting... Social media misinfo is to blame too. The right winning TV, yes. Every time the action, we're setting the pace. Yeah. And we're going to do that again today. We're with setting the pace. But let me also talk about the private sector. Yeah. We've seen leaders in the private sector uh -huh. blaze the trail here. I want to thank what trail? A great New York City entrepreneur, Danny Meyer, for the announcement he made indoor performances so examples right there dining hang on, fitness hang on. fuck i skipped the part the decision they made about he okay. made regarding his restaurants i want to thank equinox and soul cycle oh. for the decision they made about vaccine mandates i want to thank everyone in the broadway community i mean here you have apparently remember this is the party that's against fucking corporations here you have the mayor of like the economic fucking center of the most powerful country on earth uh, just like who, who's apparently on the side which hates big corporations and stuff and wants to limit their power, apparently. Just like openly praising these corporations for making, you know, for their decisions on mandatory vaccinations. <laughs> it's bizarre, huh? I mean, we love to suck corporate dick now, don't we? We love we love the corporations because they're, they're supporting the cause we think we're in favour of. <laughs> for the decision they made related to indoor performances so examples right there dining fitness yep. performances yep. where you see leaders in the private sector already saying clearly leaders vaccination is the answer we need these strong clear mandates <laughs> don't you love that banning people is now leadership <laughs> oh no no this fucking guy he's literally banned everybody from coming to his own business that's real leadership Fucking, what alternate universe is this? Is this is this the one where at the end, is this the one where at the end everybody comes through like a door 
holding champagne and shit like the game. Remember that Michael Douglas movie, The Game? He's been mind fucked for two hours. Like they're, they're just mind raping him. They, they drop him in a coffin in Mexico somewhere, this fucking Mexican town. And it's all part of just this big elaborate scheme as a, like a birthday present, like an, an elaborate surprise party. It's a fucking great movie. Spoiler alert, by the way. Gypsy of diamonds with the diamond. Vanda just steals the diamond, Gypsy. So he goes on this horrifying kind of excursion. And then at the end, everybody walks out with tuxedos and stuff and he shoots his brother accidentally. At least he thinks he does. <laughs> Is that the reality we're living in now? Where any minute now, one of these leaders, one of these politicians is going to look down the camera and just say something like, hey, you know what? All that stuff we said about, you know, lockdowns and uh, banning people and creating two-tiered societies and shit, uh, the surveillance state, uh, you know, heavy-handed police, whatever. You know, all that stuff that we've been doing and saying for the last, hey, it was just a joke, man. Just fucking with you. Seriously? Yeah, just, just fucking with you. Fuck yeah. Is that the reality we're in? Because if not, then uh, I suspect things are probably going to get a great deal worse <laughs> in the not-too-distant future. On that happy note, I'm jumping out of here. Uh, do follow our friend who's coming up next, Phil D'Angelo, Winning TV, dlive.tv slash winning TV. I think he's joined by the great Kitty B, so go and say hello to Phil. Don't forget to check out our other friends, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Rational Times, everyone's favourite lover of French women, Mersh. Or as I like to call him, Hurricane. <laughs> He'll be up at about 10 o'clock, I think. Good guy. Uh, except for that, I don't know. I might be back tomorrow. I'm not sure. If I am, I'll see you then. If I'm not, I'll see you next time. Stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you soon. <laughs>